do you both think that Dak is a top 10 quarterback in the league right now? Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. I didn't realize that the draft was in Cleveland this year. Like, you think they're going to have fans and yeah, stuff there? No, hell no. It's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be, if they do, it would be extremely limited, and so it would be Why? damn near impossible to get you a know ticket. How awesome that would be. Like, the one year that it's close to where we all live and we could go if we wanted. I'm like, that's like my holiday weekend. I take off from work that whole weekend. Like, when I used to work at um, Chili's, you know, I'd take off. Literally the whole weekend. I'd take off Thursday. Even though I only worked Thursday morning, I would take off Thursday to prepare myself for the draft. Well, this doesn't make it that much better, but I, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure that they will go back to Vegas like they did last year because they want to have it with fans. Okay. I'm pretty sure they will do it again in Cleveland. Okay. I, I think, you know, that. They're just, they're going to basically say every, it might not be next year, the year after that, but everybody that got impacted by this is going to get a do over. Well, hopefully I think they should, because we'll see. I was like, I might be wrong, but I, I think they will, because I think the thing that they wanted to do with the Cleveland one yeah. is have, they wanted to have some of the stuff go on at the hall of fame. Yeah. Since, you know, obviously it's nearby. Yeah. But, um, so I, I think eventually, within the next handful of years, let's say half dozen years, uh, that they'll go back in and have uh, have it in Cleveland again. I hope so. It'll be interesting to see how they do it this year. If they do it the same way they did it last year, where it's basically all entirely remote, or they'll, I think they'll try and do more of kind of a hybrid. Yeah. Um, this year, because while everything won't be back to normal. I think by the end of April, you know, we, we should hopefully have quite a lot of people vaccinated and Mm -hmm. we, we should, I would hope be seen, you know, be seen, you know, everything on a downturn and us emerging from this. Yeah. So do you guys want to talk about Dak a little bit? Like if it was a good move by Jerry Jones? Yeah. I, I have takes on that. You have takes on that? Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I'm not convinced that Dak Prescott is worth that much money. I understand his market value, but what are the chances at the end of that fourth year that Dallas is going to be super stoked that they spent that money? I mean, what was the contract again? Four-year, $160 million, right? Four years, $160 million. Yeah, a lot of money. Do you both think that Dak is a top 10 quarterback in the league right now? I do. I think he's a top 10. Okay. Eric, do you, do you agree with that? Uh, I think prior to him suffering that specific injury, mm-hmm. then he was about that. But now we'll have to see what, what he's like coming off of the injury. He's no so then, going to he, stay at mm-hmm. that level. So then that sort of like is kind of what I was getting at because my kind of follow-up question to that is, do you both think he's a top five quarterback? Mm. No, because to, to me it's top five quarterback money, and, uh, and, and yeah, I, I agree that before he got hurt, he was 
he was uh, working his way there. I don't know that he was there, but he was getting himself into the conversation. And we haven't right. seen him play since then. So yeah, I agree. It's a lot of money to, to go for someone who you haven't seen play since a horrible injury. Yeah. I think everybody on the line will agree that he's not better than Patrick Mahomes, Russell <laughs> Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, so. I think right now, do you even have to throw in Tom Brady? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Tom I'm Brady. not, I, I don't, I'm not sure I want to, but I, I don't know, you know, coming off an injury, I don't know that I can say he's better than a guy who, as we've been over, wasn't spectacular, but did just lead his team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Sorry, lead a team to a win in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's like, you know, is he better than Josh Allen? I was just going to say that. Yeah. he. You know? Yeah. He might not be. I mean, it, it's 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 this, it's closer than I would have thought at the beginning of this year. If you, would, I would have probably laughed at you if you asked me that question at the beginning of the season. And you guys know I love Dak Prescott. I'm a big like Dak Prescott supporter. I just the contract was so massive. I was like very mm-hmm. surprised how big it was. I mean, you almost can't justify a, a, a. You have to give a huge contract to a quarterback that you think is elite while they're young to lock them up. I, I get that, but. And once you do that, you almost can't justify it unless it's a guy like Mahomes that's already delivered. Yeah. I mean, in, in, I mean, if they did this for Josh Allen, we'd be saying the same thing. We'd be like, man, that's a lot of money to give to a guy who hasn't proven that much yet. You know, mm-hmm. insert Baker Mayfield, whomever. You know, we'd, we would be saying this for just about anybody. We, we don't say it about Mahomes because he's already been a league MVP and a Super Bowl winner. Yeah. Would you trade Dak Prescott and his contract, and Amari Cooper to the Browns for Baker Mayfield and uh, one of the top two wide receivers, either Landry or uh, Ekin. Right now? Yes. <sighs> that is... It's almost like great, an even trade, right? That's a great question. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm... But Baker Mayfield, you can have for less than that for at least the next three years. You could extend. You could pick up Baker Mayfield's fifth-year option, right? And, uh, you could franchise tag him the year after that. So mm-hmm. really, you you can still kind of control him for three years, and all three of those years, average of that would be less than the average in Dak's contract. Yeah, I and feel he, like right now, the, and the difference between the two of them is not huge. I mean, in terms of quality of play, I'm thinking. Uh, I feel like I feel like Dak's ceiling at the moment is a bit higher, but not by a ton. And I feel like their kind of basement is their average and their basement levels are probably pretty comparable. Hmm. Obviously they never, the neither team would ever do this. I'm just trying to like compare, yeah. you know, cap situations and ability. Cause I don't, if Jack Prescott's better than Baker Mayfield, it's not by much in, in no. my opinion. And I, and I was pretty lukewarm on Baker Mayfield for a long time. I'm still not as, you know, I'm not as hard on, I'm not as hard about him as some of the other people. Like, I I hear it. Well, I mean, you know that I'm not good. huge on Baker either. And I'm, I, I agree with you that it's not that big of a difference between them at this point. Yeah. So, I don't know. I can't imagine. I, uh, I, I will say, though, that if, I mean, I would say that if they came out and said that they signed Baker to a contract like that, I don't think I would be, I don't think I'd agree with it. So I can just because, and 
not not to be taking a slight at Baker, but more just the amount of money that you're sinking into a guy. Even though you can cut him, you can release him. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot that's guaranteed on that, though. That enough, just th- that in and of itself makes me nervous. So I mean, he got forty million a year. So like, you know, you're gonna have Baker coming up. Josh Allen's gonna be coming up for contracts. Lamar Jackson is that gonna be like the number that everyone wants, or you know, or is it just you know what I mean? I almost wonder that now. I mean, probably. You know, we're. I don't think we're going to see the quarterback become less important mm-hmm. to teams. They're they're gonna put money. You know, they're gonna put money into the positions that are the most important for them to win and that's most likely going to stay quarterback unless we see some unexpected change to the rules or the way the game is played yeah which can happen but there's no reason to expect that and quarterbacks will always be important there's never been a time when they've not been important they've just not always been yeah 40 million dollars important yeah i mean like i'm looking and to be honest we'll, we'll cross 50 i mean it's, yeah. it's gonna happen you know that it's not happening this year because of covid but well, not just because of COVID, but the cap goes up and up and up, and the amounts that you can fit underneath that get higher. Yeah. So we're going to see $50 million for a quarterback at some point in the near future. Uh, just a side note, it's really, not really, pod, I don't know if it's a podcast, but the Cleveland Browns just put out a Browns 75th anniversary special on their uh, YouTube page. Oh. It's like a okay. hour-long 75th anniversary special. It looks like it would be pretty, for, as Browns fans, I bet it would be a, a good watch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Browns, good little history lesson on them. Yeah. I want to see some, I want to see some Eric Metcalf highlights. Oh, dude. The, <laughs> the game where he took two punt returns back against yep. the Steelers. Um, Did, wasn't, I was that watching two, that with, wasn't that like also like two punt returns and a kickoff return or something in the same game? No, in that game, it, in that game, maybe in the season, but in that game, I think it was just the two punt returns. Um, okay. I watched that game with my grandpa, who's a big Steelers fan, and on the second, the second punt return for the touchdown, like, I'm going nuts. I'm like dancing in front of the TV. And he took his newspaper, he rolled it up, and he fucking slammed it down on the ground. Like, he was legitimately pissed. He, he's a big enough Steelers fan. Like, he was legitimately pissed off, and I'm just, that's one of my most uh, joyous Browns moments that I can remember. Huh. One of the few times. <laughs> because after that, really after that point, the Steelers kind of dominated us for the next 20 years, more than that, 25 years, 26 years. Like, Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting thing, too, I noted, um, it, w- it was only like three or four years ago that the Steelers passed the Browns in terms of like wins in the all-time series between the two. So let that sink in how much the Steelers have won since 99 and they only within the past couple of years caught up and passed the Browns in terms of wins in the series. That's how much the Browns had basically absolutely dominated the Steelers in the early nineties, the eighties, the seventies and the sixties. If you even look at the seventies, the Steelers were winning Super Bowls, but they weren't beating the Browns regularly. Huh. I'll have to look back you know, on those. Yes, they, yes, they beat them. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, but I mean, it was not, you would think like, oh, well, they were winning the Super Bowl. They were, you know, they won every single game in the 70s. Far from it. So. Yeah, I was hoping that. Just, start, just an interesting tidbit. Yeah, it is. 
Thanks everyone for listening to the Married to Football podcast. Don't forget to rate our show and don't forget to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can check us out at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.